Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we're live. Welcome back to Attic Antics. I'm here today. With my guest, Ian Dulle. Yo. Yo. What up? Yo. What up? <laughs> all right, my man. How's it going? How's your day going? Dude, it's all right. How it's, was school? Yeah, it's stressful, dog. It's a stressful time it to is. be alive as a senior in high school. December. <laughs> this is the shit where it all goes down. People have been getting responses, bro. Like, oh, whole yeah. ass responses. The extremely smart people. <sighs> you know, know what I heard yesterday? Yeah. That Paige McKendra got waitlisted at Stanford. Or exactly. Like, like One of those people. People like people have been talking about that. And like I didn't even know about it. I didn't hear about it until yesterday. And you know what? I, it's not that I care about it, but the fact that other people care about it is scary, man. Shit's, shit's some fucked up shit. Dude, you gotta, you gotta like care about it to an extent. I've been like, I've been thinking about how much college really matters lately. Like, you're what not gonna... You, what have you boiled it down to? So, you're gonna spend about... 100k to like 300k depending on how prestigious the college is or like how if you're going to an in-state you're spending less <laughs> how much okay if you're going to go to one of those top colleges you've got to have like you've got to have an idea that's going to change the world like you're not going to be following a career at that point you're going to be you believe that i believe that you believe that if you go to one of those top colleges you have to have an idea you have to have something you world. have to have something different about you because otherwise you're not going to get accepted like you saw how many, like, really smart people got rejected straight out from Stanford. Uh-huh. I didn't even apply to Stanford because, like... Uh, well, really, yeah. though, how much of the, your, your education actually goes in, translates to the college application process? Like, it's kind it's, of two different animals, no? Dude, for me, I'm a good writer, so I just, like, did it off the top of my head and then just edited it, Let like, in one day, so. How much feedback from your high school English classes have you actually received? Zero. Zero, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I knew that was going to be your answer. It, like, it, it occurred to me. That's my answer, too. Yeah, it, I should do that. Like, I should go up to Mr. King, even though I didn't have his class. He's he's a really good teacher. I should be asking him, like, what what am I doing wrong here? I didn't do it. I just don't know what happened. But uh, I, I am I am blessed because my aunt is an English teacher. Yeah. And, like, I have a lot of education in my family, in my blood, you know? So I've had, like... I I ran my essays by her and we she she looked at it from a point of 
an administrator. Like I'm an administrator. This is like what we're what we're doing here. For know? sure. Yeah. So that's that was kind of the idea there. Very. Uh, so I had a lot. I had a little bit of guidance when it came to my actual essay writing, but for people that like aren't like naturally gifted writers, you know, it's just kind it's of tough, like, yeah. it's like you're throwing them with the sharks. Dude. You're trying to you're trying to do something <laughs> that you didn't prepare for, but then then I don't know, man. Yeah, I say that when I say that you have to have an idea that's really ch- like impactful. Mm-hmm. That goes into the essays. They're not going to accept you if you don't have that idea. Like, you could say that you're going, you're trying to cure a disease, but you have to have like some research put into it you have to have published something that shows that you have the chops to like really go in depth with the research work with a team you need leadership skills you need the full package dog this is what colleges have like a 15-step process to accepting people and part of that is as shitty as it is affirmative action affirmative action legally is illegal but uh, on a legal basis it's illegal but like it still happens so what is affirmative action yeah it's the process of like taking um putting people in spots colleges putting uh, people in spots based on race and in the 80s i think there was a court case that outlawed it um because the most prestigious colleges were like filling their spots with um underprivileged underrepresented uh racial groups but it still happens nowadays like if you're a if you're a latino part latino part black black you're going to have an advantage as unfortunate as that is over somebody who's asian white I, um, I've seen it in scholarships. I've gotten... That's just because of the numbers? Yeah. It's, you get more of a, a boost, like they grade on a curve because as a, as a group, these minorities, they kind of score a little lower than other groups. So they kind of boost it up, uh, when they're taking the whole group. It's like a big curve. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, it's, it's like that. And also with scholarships, they give more scholarships to underrepresented minorities. I've gotten a few already. I'm... I'm lucky to be half of a minority group, even though it doesn't really affect my mind. Like, I don't feel like a, I'm underprivileged. What nationalities are you? Uh, Brazilian and Indian. So, we, yeah, we talked about it last time. I, I feel pride for my Brazilian heritage, but I don't feel like, I don't feel like I'm dumber or less able to, like, I have less of an opportunity because I, I've grown up with that. Like, I don't know how they look at it. Like, do they... They're just looking at it statistically, I guess. Like, over the whole nation, these people do worse in school. But for me, I, I didn't really have that that problem. So, college apps are just fucking stupid, dude. So, take so take us through this this little process. You said they got a 15-step step program. What do, what do you know? A lot about? of colleges have that. Like, Stanford, they go, they go economic status, like how much your family makes. Then they go how much your family makes compared to their, like, the people in their area. And then, like, people in their racial background, they go with their legacy if they've gone to that college. They go with your um, test scores, your essays, your uh, achievements, and then, like, any other, like, anything else you've done in your community, like, that isn't an achievement. A lot of that shit. Um, 15, I can't f- find all the 15 steps. I could look it up right now if you want, but sure, it's definitely a thing. Like, Where, where have, you, have you just looked into it? Through, like which of those is the most weight carries the most like weight like things okay yeah i'm thinking of different things on the fly like if you if you get an award called a um there's this scholar thing where the top uh 10 of gpa and sat and psat have like a distinction that goes to the colleges mm-hmm. and you don't know about it your counselor if they like write uh 
or no, not your counselor. Your counselor's going to write a pretty much the same letter every time, but if your recommendation letters from teachers are, like, bad, they're going to negatively impact you, and you're, you're never going to know about it, pretty much, unless you're, like, working with the teacher, which, which happens. Um, yeah, go ahead. What were you saying? <laughs> I hate to cut you off there. Cut your thought off, but... No, you're good. You're good. I was just thinking about uh, just the process that goes into the college application, like, with you personally, with this yeah. USC thing, you know, how knowing that they only accept 12%, it's just like, are you just kind of <laughs> yeah. like, is it a lot of praying? Is it a lot of like, mm. what, what, is it just, because okay. you've kind of done everything yeah, you're through right. it that, that to prepare you up to this, this point, so it's, is it, what's in your hands now? Yeah, um, with USC, I like, look at it like, I've already done what I need to do, pretty much, like, I've, my GPA is it's above their top 75%. My SAT is above their top 75%. These are like stats that they give out when they, uh, on their website. Um, like you, you meet all these stats to get in the door. Now they're just taking you. Um, I applied on the deadline for a scholarship. Like since USC is so expensive, they have a special early deadline, which isn't like, and there's a difference between early decision and like an early deadline, early decision. They boost your chances. Uh, this was not that this was like, giving you a chance at a scholarship uh so you can get a quarter tuition uh, half tuition uh full tuition to usc uh i don't know how rare it is but yeah okay we we're talking about yeah we were talking the scholarships yeah 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 the deadline december 1st for usc they give you a chance at a scholarship right mm-hmm. i applied for that it's like it's cool how each each college has like their own like application so this USC application, you had to write two, two uh, three fifty, I believe it was three fifty word essays um, about like one was about interdisciplinary shit, like what you're gonna do outside of your major, and the other one was either your major talking about your major or like an experience that uh, culturally impacted you. I chose to do the major one and like the interdisciplinary one. Uh, interdisciplinary, I talked about how I'm gonna minor in music production at USC and how they have, like, really good uh, music school, Thornton Music School. You just got to do your research and shit about that. And then my major came easily. I've been, like, uh, my passion is the stock market on a on really general sense. But, like, I've been studying all the parts that go into it, talking to executives about, like, how I'm going to gain the knowledge to actually have a chance in the field because it's so competitive. All about how you're going to make it on either Wall Street, uh, San Francisco, uh, they have a huge market for that. Uh, Chicago has a huge market for that. Um, yeah, Pennsylvania is a huge hub for that. But in general, you're going to be you're going to be competing against a shit ton of people who know their shit. I needed to express how I'm going to how I've created a, two clubs on campus. I've been the president of both of them. Um, carry myself uh, to get people involved with the club. Um, bring my friends into it who are interested in this stuff. Um, got my interest way back in freshman year uh, after an investment competition and like also how uh, just my I, I listen to like podcasts every day about um, about this stuff like Jim Kramer Freakonomics pods it's it's a grind dude you have to really like prove to these people uh, that you you're not just like you're not just the conventional student that's just trying to get into a really good college because USC is a really good college they're not going to give a shit if you just go by the numbers talking about your achievements. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I had, 
I had to get so my voice you, out have there. Have you used that philosophy into your essay writing? Yeah, I, I don't really talk about like what I'm what I'm thinking about when I'm writing is like how am I just gonna put this concisely and then prove that I'm I'm just doing this as a route to get to like uh, to get to the best place that fits my needs. I talked about how their facilities are they're they're really special like compared to the other colleges in California they the UCs don't offer the type of like professors the type of courses um extracurricular activities and internships that USC does show my passion they're going to see that my dad went there they're going to see that legacy there I don't know how much of a boost that gives but it's definitely a factor Your dad went there? my dad went there for his masters and yeah it's like a it's a, it's a grind like I only did this in 2 days so I better, there's a the entire application. Yeah, I did the entire USC application <laughs> in two days. <laughs> I copied and pasted my UC essay into the big 650 word common app essay and like stretched it out a little bit to meet the word requirement. Straight yeah, and like it, that's how it came no, really easy. Yeah, when you're when Why you're doing your common do app stuff, just copy and paste. It's okay. So back to your back to the question, man. How much does college matter? And how much, Dude, oh so, my God. it's it's complex. Like if you're, it depends on your major. First of all. College isn't going to matter if you're doing eight years of psychology. You're going to want to get out. You're going to want to start a podcast, start teaching, start getting out there with your own firm. Like, whatever you have to do, there are many different options for you to, like, go into the field of your choice, whatever that may be. Not just psychology. I don't know why I brought that up. But you're going to want to do something if you're not, like, in a medical career, a law career, maybe a business career. Business, you're going to want to start your own business for sure. Um, you're going to want to play it by ear. Like if you're doing a four year college that you're majoring in a kind of a dead end major, you're, it's not worth it to go through and get a PhD unless you want to be a professor, um, or really like, I'm not even sure what a PhD in a, in certain majors would yeah, do for you, <laughs> but like, you're going to want to get, you're going to want, you want to get your foot in the door at a good college. Um, for undergrad and then if you're in like a medical career you don't really need to care about your grades in uh no you really need to care about your grades in undergrad let me let me get that straight and then you want to get into a good graduate school um me for me finance you want to get i, I want to go to a graduate school but not a phd for a 12-year education i don't fucking like education at the thought of going to school until i'm 32 that just sounds extremely oh stupid to me that's a real life possibility it is some students they go until they're like 40 get out they're making 200k a year well that goes back to yeah never really stopped learning exactly (laughs) your formal education might end but you're always learning facts dude college college is like such an unknown so how much does it matter how much does it matter to me it doesn't really matter that much and I, but in the general sense, in the general sense, it does matter. It, it does matter because you're build. That's the formative part of your life. You're we're in. We call ourselves in the formative part of our lives in like senior, junior, senior year of high school. That's not true. You're gonna be, you're still gonna be mentally growing when mm-hmm. you're in college, and you're gonna be building your lifelong relationships at that point. Like high school, I've seen people make friends, lose them in in the year, within the year. You're not going to be building the connections in high school that are going to matter in your life. Um, you are going to be getting that social experience that you're going to need to carry with yourself. But um, and also education-wise, you're going to be 
in college, it's not going to be as loose as it is in high school. You're going to be, I keep saying you're going to, you're going to be, but what's going to happen in college is completely different to high school. People aren't going to give a shit about you anymore. You're going to be in, what's going to happen is you're going to get into these lecture halls if you're, if you choose that. And the thing that's, what's shitty about it is you're going to, you're going to be controlling your own destiny pretty much. Here in high school, we can like talk to our teachers and they'll actually care. And then when you get into college, you're in a pool of 10,000 people in your major that are all just outside of class. They're going to be interested in whatever, like trying to meet you, but it's always going to be that first impression. And there's no familiarity whatsoever with people, is what I'm trying to say. It's it's the trip. That dude. shit hates, man. <sighs> I think about that. Um, we had a uh, casting director actually come into my uh, play pro ROP class today, and uh, talk about acting and the the process that goes into auditioning mm-hmm. to to like movies, TVs, commercials, and stuff. So get this right. She painted this picture of like a Walmart commercial. She said, we're going to have a family of five in this commercial. There's going to be five parts, right? Mm-hmm. There's one part is a grandpa. So how do you think we're going to get a grandpa? How many people do you think are going to uh, be an, like an applicant for like a Walmart commercial grandpa? It's a good look. How many? How many, how many people are in your class? You know, in, in, in the world. In the world? No, just like in, in America. In America. I'm like, Bro, thousands. Like, say, say I'm a casting director and I'm making a Walmart commercial. How many do you think? Probably thousands, tens of thousands. Yeah, bro. Like, like 7,000. Yeah. And then how many do you think are going to, like, get an audition? Like, those are just the people that, like, applied. How many people are going to get an audition? Hundred at most, probably. So what she said, what she said was about, like, about, like, 500. And then you, they do a 500 just reading this, this thing in a day. The ad- audition takes, like, like two minutes and it's just you walk in they don't even look at you they'll just like listen to you because there's so much like there's so like just that um, just that that thought of just like literally all it is is just two minutes that is gonna get you a job or no job you know that that's it, the mind in the mind of an actor so th- these grandpas right there's 500 they're gonna read just the paper then guess how many are gonna get a call back I'm gonna guess like fifty. Like three. Like three? Three. What the fuck? Three. Three get a callback <laughs> out of these seven. No 000. way. Wait, what? Yeah. How were how was she explaining that? She was explaining the whole process that she would use as a, a casting director to, to do this. Okay, so what are her what are her cues to like look for? So she was talking about just she said, Okay, this was what blew me away, right? Yeah. Here. They know if they're gonna cast you in the first five seconds of of looking at you. By damn, how you walk in, damn. by how you talk. Oh, shit, By how dude. you slate. Because slating is just saying your name. <laughs> what? You so how like, do they find that? What do they look for when you're saying your name? Like, just the... Just how you carry yourself, how you talk, how you present yourself, how you, like... No, that's... That's just little things. That's hella interesting. Right? Dude, that shit kind of blew me away. Just hearing how, like, cutthroat everything is. So when you think <laughs> about, like, college, relating that back to that is just, like... We're do so they, small. Do they know, like, from the first sentence? No, they don't. Yeah. They've got way too many people to look at to be like, oh, shit, this kid's out the door. That's the thing. They have too many people to look at. Yeah. 
so they so that kid is out the door. If it's yeah. not, if it doesn't pop out to you, you're right. It's gone. Okay. Shit was crazy. Dude, you did your UC apps, right? How yeah. we both did those. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of straightforward. Like they're very simple. Yeah, I like it. You could go <laughs> you could go a lot of places. Which one? What was your favorite? Like, what was your favorite piece of writing that you? Did? What was your favorite prompt? Oh, my favorite. Yeah, of the How do you four. express your uh, creativity? Okay, what did you write about with that? Because I feel like that sometimes. I don't know how you look at time. I just want I'm sorry, it's rolling again. Oh shit! I just want to have. 2020 party where I get an extravagantly 20s themed party with um, illegal alcohol that's that's what you wrote about? no I was gonna say because we're (laughs) oh yeah we took a little (laughs) no I was was like what the fuck you were talking about 2013 how it feels like yeah yeah we could we could segue to that no dude so what were you writing about in your essay oh yeah Let's get what back I to was that. Writing about in my we could come. We could come back to that thought. That was a good turn of thought. I just wrote, I wrote about my podcast. I wrote about how. For real? I, yeah, I wrote about how like my goal, and then just like uh, bear breaking barriers and just like sparking discussion mm-hmm. and like creating and like um, tackling relevant issues. Dude, your S, your your podcast is a very unique, very unique thing. Yes. for high school students mm-hmm. if i hear when i first heard about it i was like okay cameron i've never talked to this guy he's in my gov class and like <laughs> usually high school students when they make podcasts they're extremely shitty i'm like i'm fully ready to see what this guy's about and i'm fully ready for this to suck dick and then i was like oh shit this guy's actually hell interesting that's fucking like, sick dude. i was that's like so oh my god for me to hear. yeah like, like the way people you damn, make people perceive you is important that shit's fucking crazy it's, this is legit one of the best podcasts, like, of all, I listen to a lot, not a lot, but, like, ten podcasts or so on a regular Shit, basis. more than I do. I listen to Dissect and Joe yeah. Rogan. <laughs> yeah. I, fucking... I listen to a bunch of sports shit, but... Which ones do you listen to? Get any name drops that are your favorites? Okay. Have you heard Conan O'Brien's podcast? I haven't. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. It's a really good look at fucking just him raw. Have you seen the show? Yeah, where it's just like an interview. I saw yeah. him play like video games. With he recently. plays a character on his show, pretty much. Uh-huh. Oh, really? And in person, he's like he's really, like really, different really down to earth. Really? Yeah. On TV, he's like trying to get the crowd all hyped up. Yeah. Uh, also, never not funny is a very good. I, I listen to a lot of comedians because they know how to talk. You know, they know mm-hmm. how to like keep a crowd engaged I for hours comedians. on end. I love I, w- I want to hear Joe Rogan's pod. It's a grind. He's got like thousands of shit, thousands of episodes and shit. How many is he at right now? Like he's at about sixteen hundred. Or no, sorry, uh, fourteen hundred. Yeah, it's gonna be he crazy is... to listen to all that shit. <laughs> You're right, right. There's so much. I've heard, but there's so. I, so I love him. He's, yeah. my, he's my favorite podcaster by far, dude. His show is just so diverse. Yeah. Like I he's just recently, up. the he, the one he posted the other day was with like Tulsi Gabbard and, uh, and really, yeah. this like ex Navy SEAL Jocko, uh, and then they just talk about it, just like stuff dude. and things, and he talks, he just picks her brain, just like just like. <laughs> Joe Rogan talking to a goddamn politician. Dude, I loved his one with Andrew Yang. Like yeah. his one with Elon Musk is just like timeless. Just, and like he he did one like around. He got 500. Elon Musk to smoke weed. Yeah, <laughs> like ar- around five hundred. He did. Uh, and he didn't even have to try to get Elon Musk to smoke yeah. weed. He was just like, I have weed, and he was, was like, like, you're not allowed to smoke weed. And Elon's like, it's legal. 
It's and then a, he's like, let's fucking It's die. medical. <laughs> Joe, and I, I wish his heart was probably pounding so hard, bro. He, he but he doesn't give like, a shit. He's giving these. He's immune he's to stress no at this way. point. He's giving too many presentations. No he's taking too much DMT. Yeah. <laughs> to be ever stressed, ever, bro. Okay, um, so this ties back, look, kind of the time. Like, imagine in 2012, mm-hmm. you, when Romney and Obama were running. They wouldn't have imagined that one day Joe Rogan <laughs> would be talking to every presidential candidate on his podcast. That's so fucking true. Imagine bro. podcasts back then. Like, podcasts blew up very recently. Yeah, really, so, though, really. I was real. thinking about, like, what do you consider, They're like, recent? They're going to be, like, the future. They're going to be the future yeah. of communication, bro. Fuck yeah, dude. That's fucking crazy to me. So to me, like, 2013 is, like, where everything started to become more, like, modern. Mm-hmm. What is it for you? What was that point? What's, like, the point that you remember? 2013 is where everything became modern? Like, everything started to shift towards tech, tech um, and, like, just the internet. And Well, for me personally, I, you know, I was, I'm a YouTube kid. So I yeah. was, like, I would always go home and oh, I, would, I would watch my YouTubers, you know? And I felt like... It's crazy. Like, I had these, like, connections with these, like, people that were on the internet. Yeah. Like, it so inspired me. If you, it, it, it shows in, like, my YouTube channel. If you look at the channel I post these to, yeah. um, you scroll down, and uh, on this video gang, if anybody wants to check that out, <laughs> where I just, it's just me and my friends in fifth grade, and I would just, like, or fourth grade, fourth and fifth grade, and I would just, I, w- I would watch Smosh. I would go home every Friday, and I would watch Smosh, and I would do my new Smosh video, because Smosh, it was, they were so funny. They inspired me so much, because they were just these kids Right out of high school, that they would, uh, they were, they didn't even go to college. I don't think they just him and his friend. They made this website. Just doing sketches all day. It was yeah. called Smosh.com. Yeah, just doing little sketches, just the, just the stupidest stuff, just the dumbest stuff. Yeah, and it was it was so wholesome and so genuine, and I just that just attracted me so much. And then like they got a little bit of production value, and then they they took their comedy to like new levels, and then it was just like hilarious. And what then, are they up to now? Like they and then to to watch them uh, their fall because they 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 yeah. sold their company to a corporation. They got and fucked they, over. They got fucked over, dude. Yeah, you really, I read they, about they, it. they lost a lot of creative control, which mm-hmm. really sucked. They sold out, bro. They sold out. It was a really sad way to see that end, and it, it pretty much the peak of their outness was Smosh the movie. Which oh, was like, okay. Uh, it was a, it was a wholesome attempt at something bigger than what they larger than what they had started, mm-hmm. but just kind of flopped. You know. As the story goes, don't sell out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I love about Joe Rogan too. Is how he like, he won't, he won't. Um, he's like got many ways to make money. Yeah, he doesn't compromise his his creative ideas just a, uh, just for money. He's like on every boxing match, right? He's a he's he, a oh, yeah, commentator. He's an MMA commentator. Yeah, yeah he's a commentator. Shits, but and then and then he's making like mil- tens of millions a year. It's I can't ridiculous. believe. I don't even know how much he's making, bro. But like, shit ton. He's I, making just bank. from YouTube alone, it's probably a lot too. Yeah. I can't believe how much um, influence he has, man, over these politicians. Not even over them, but just like over the public. Just like how he makes people think. I wish he had more of an influence. I wish more people saw like some of his shit, though. Some of his like ideas and some of like how he talks to people. Like it's not like it's not like we're all perfect people. Yeah, he's a piece of dude. He's like we all have flaws. And, but just, like, through, like, talking to, like, politicians, just how he, like, changes his demeanor. Like, he'll talk to, like, some hunter dude, and he'll just be, like, making, like, dick jokes, like, the whole time. Yeah. But then he'll talk to, like, Tulsi Gabbard, still throwing the occasional, like, ha-ha, but, like, managed to... <laughs> he asks the real questions. He asks, like, what's on everybody's mind. He tries mind. to understand the, his guests. I love that. I love that so much. Dude, for but sure. But enough about Joe Rogan. Uh, creative... Cre- my, so, let's say the UC application, right? Yeah. So, my idea for just, like... Going into it, it's just like, 
you look at all these questions and they're pretty personal. They're called personal insight questions. They want they want to get to know you, right? Yeah. So my my goal through these was to convey who I was through an essay form, right? I'm a pretty good essay writer. Like I'm a pretty good writer in general. Like I write, I journal a lot. I journal yeah, all the time, that. and I practice just like making fluid thought that's like comprehensible, comprehensible in through like on on a page, you know. So I, I I tried to show that in my work, and my aunt, my aunt who was uh gr- correcting and trying to guide guiding me through this process, really showed me a lot of like um how to be concise, how to be more concise, how to not like. Cause she she kind of like filtered through my my flows of consciousness. Okay. So what I, my I have I, I it's really interesting to, to actually look at like the uh, the history of oh uh, the edit history yeah of my my writing on this. How many drafts did you have? I had a couple. I'm not sure exactly how much, and we won't go into it like super in deep deep right now. Not much time spent because I didn't spend much. But time But I mean on honestly, it. like like I I would I, you you write these in like in like five minutes, in like yeah, twenty minutes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, so quick. And then you're just like, okay, it's done. Um, my girlfriend, when she was ri- writing her Common App essay, uh, she still is, but when she's writing it, she's, like, thinking about it during it. She's like, oh, my God, I have to, like, write something that is, like, that colleges will resonate with. Dude, like, I feel that, yeah. So I, I, I personally, I didn't, like, think, think about, about that it. until my aunt was, like, directing me and showing me what their ideas are and what they're looking for in writing. Mm-hmm. Because she's taking these, like, classes. and she's, For sure, it. yeah. They're looking for... Okay, this is how I thought of it. I'm so thinking about, like... Think, yeah, what do you think they're looking for? They're, I think they're looking for, like, a mix between the highlights of your life and, like, who you are. So, I'm, I'm mainly focused on the highlights of my life. Like, actually, no, mix. Like, what I've done in my... I did one of the essays on what I've done in my... Like, to make my community better. Mm-hmm. Tied it into, like, Guide Dogs for the Blind, an organization I've been working with. It's, like... And I'm a, I'm also a good writer. I I did better on the writing portion of the SAT than like the math. Of course, everybody did better on the math for some reason. I'm like, shit, dude. But um, yeah. Go ahead. Math is easy, bro. Math is not math easy, is, dude. Math is math. No, no. I'm, math is my Achilles heel. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not saying math is easy. I'm saying math is easy to learn. You can teach math. You can memorize math. Writing, you can't teach that shit. Yeah. You can. You can teach technique and strategies and like. Mm-hmm. mental exercises but you can't teach good writing you know what i'm saying you can't teach dude it. you're right you're right you you can like i used to so that's why that's why when you look at like the, your grade on the, like this writing crap that's where the real smarts kick in that's where the real smarts show <laughs> yeah so when you're writing do you try to like okay do you try to make it like obviously you're trying to write about yourself and like the, in 350 words in 350 words yeah. kind of crazy you're trying to write about a moment that made you like feel something like resonated especially because everything feels like in our lives our memories kind of feel like a blur like when i was trying to think of ideas for my essays i was like dude is this really like something that means a lot to me like or is it kind of just something i've done did you feel that at all like struggle to try to get yeah good ideas yeah 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 yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of pressure at first because you're like, what the I, fuck? I, I feel pretty good with with the the prompts that I chose though. So the prompts yeah. that I chose were uh, were 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 ones that I felt I could I could really convey who I who I am. You know, yeah, like I did um, my greatest talent. I just talked about. Well, I, a lot of these are just like humble, like humble flexes. You know, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Like yeah. they're all just like, hey, brag about yourself, mm-hmm. or like do it in a way where it's like. 
you, you show growth. Like what? It's so it's so like it's so it's so. Weird. It's not something you should overthink. These the UCSs were not that. They were very straightforward. Yeah, they're almost interview like. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I like mm-hmm. that because I can really, I can really dig and just try to show them. Three hundred fifty words is not bad. You yeah, know? it's like half a page, of you just like, of you just trying to explain to yourself, which is not. It, some might think it's a, like not a lot, but. Did you find yourself going over a lot? Like you kind of got on a tangent. And then went over 350, and you were like 500. Yeah, I had to cut back a good amount. For, had, yeah, me to too. Back. But they, that was not too hard because I yeah. had my aunt telling me what was like more conscious streams of consciousness and what was more like this is an essay, you know? Gotcha. So that helped me a lot. And um, so and, and I could kind of, even reading back, eating, re- reading it back, I could kind of tell what was more like, what was unnecessary tangents mm-hmm. and what was really a more accurate portrayal of myself. Yeah. So when you were, when did you feel like you were done? And did you like go back? Dude, I didn't feel like I was done. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, like I had these deadlines that I would set for myself, where I would meet with my aunt and I would talk about this, this stuff, and I would edit it with her. And um, like, even even the day I turned them in, I was like, Mom, I want to change it. I want to change this part. She was like, No, you've done all you can. Don't overthink it. You turned it in like a week before. I remember that. You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I texted it. I, um, you were when you turned it in. I was like, I might want to start. I might want to start this shit because I hadn't <laughs> you started. Started the UCSs. I I had. I'd written like two. No, I'd written worry. like two full ones, and no I was like, way. I don't know. I don't want to do this because it's like Thanksgiving break. I'm like, I've been studying so hard and shit. <laughs> now I'm just gonna take a break for the first three days of Thanksgiving break, and now I'm like. Yeah, it got it got kind of tight at the end with the USC. I, I submitted that at like eleven p.m. on the last so day. So, was there anything specific to USC that they had you put in the in that application? No, it was more like about you. They asked a bunch of like. So you talked to me a lot about like the um, first okay. your your like music production and like talking to these yeah. CEOs. Did you you put those in your essay? Did not put the meetings with the with the uh, executives. Mm-hmm. Um, the CFOs rather. Yeah, it was like a CFO and like a a few of his. Associates, a few of his colleagues. Wait, hold on. How did you meet those guys? How did you get my dad? Yeah, it was just like connections. My dad's good with people. He like he's uh he he's I'm kind of introverted. He's a kind of a people person. I'm trying to become more like him in a way. Like just fucking forget about all my inhibitions when I'm talking to people. But like he was able to get me a meeting with this guy, and that kind of opened me up to like this is like this isn't gonna be like. A straightforward path like people make it out to be in college you're gonna go this person went to louisiana tech he was going to be an engineer and it's not a very prestigious college like you'd expect a person to, uh, who's making like 150k a year this guy's making bank he's he was originally not gonna he, everybody had given up on him but he just stayed on his grind met the right people at the right times and he made his his life so much better like in terms of financial and that might not be what you're looking for you might be looking for like something you enjoy doing or something that's like really meaningful to you it depends but you're never going to be set on a path in life and also you're going to have to learn how to talk to people that's what i that's what i learned from meeting up with up with these guys yeah they're they're really uh down-to-earth people california silicon valley it's got a ton of really driven nice people uh who are professionals and like i didn't write about that but it's it's given me a lot of perspective what i did write about was like USC specifically in a couple of their supplemental essays are just quick 250 I think it was 250 words 
So like, what does that mean? Is that different from the Common App? The, the Common, common App is ones? a 650 word. It could be less. I only wrote like 400 words. And how many supplementary 250 two, words were there? Yeah, there were two 250s. Okay. And I just I just fired off a couple paragraphs about like why USC means a lot to me. Like My dad's alma mater, first of all. It, it does, That's not very important, but he kind of opened my eyes to it. And then we visited that, that it. That means legacy, right? Yeah, I, I, it's like where a person graduates from, that's their alma mater. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, I've been rooting for USC football for a while, but I never actually knew if it was, like, a good college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until I went there. No, I'm And I've already, away. this summer, I was, at first I was like, okay, this is really, this is good, but, like, what is their, they had a uh, specific tour of the business school. Oh, and yeah. that was when I was blown away. Like, you, there were people in there already doing, there were, like, eight people in a classroom working on a project. I hadn't wow. seen that at the UCs. I'd gone to like a lot of the UCs, UCSD, UC so a lot Berkeley. Of lecture halls type deals. Those are a lot of lecture halls. This one was like focused classroom. You're working with a team, and I was really I, that appealed really to cool. me. That appealed That's to me really, a lot. That's really really cool. So I'd love to get in there. It's extremely expensive. Yeah. I submitted at the deadline for the scholarships, of course. Hopefully that shit works out. But these essays were like just write about uh, what you're gonna do at USC. So I talk I talked about my passion for music, how I feel like it's the most emotive it's the most like expressive art form Mm -hmm. and how I'd like to take that and like use that to clear my mind apart from my studies, like at the Thornton school of music. And I've, I did a little research on Thornton. They've got a, they're fucking top of the, they're top of the nation in their quality. Their minors aren't that hard to get into. So it wouldn't be like competitive. I have no experience with this. I just like to learn this shit with people who are interested in it. Cool ass people. I want to meet people at, when I'm doing a minor in music production. When I'm studying, I can be all by myself, focused on trying to get a career started. But outside of that, I want to do other shit. You feel that? Like, you're, when you're in college, you gotta, you got to live. And you got to find ways to do it. And usually the college gives that to you. It gives you those chances. Absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. USC had a bunch of, like, one-word answers. Or, no, one-sentence answers as well. And they were like, Three words that describe you. Uh, let me try to bring it up. Like, and then there were like favorite music, uh, favorite movie of all time, uh, soundtrack to your life. That's so interesting. That those are on the college applications, yeah. man. Wow. Like, what is one vacation you would take? And I said, uh, going to all, spending two weeks. It wasn't really. This wasn't supposed to be meaningful. It was just like what you want to do. Like, who are you as a person? And yeah, I was talking yeah, yeah. about vacation i was saying i want to spend two weeks this is something i've actually had a thought about next year i want to spend two weeks in every single grand slam location that the tennis tour plays professional tennis they go to um australia for the australian open yeah. melbourne then they go to france for the french open or paris for the french open and then wait wimbledon yeah yeah you know where that is yes london yeah yeah and then New York for U.S. Open. That's so cool. So that would be a fucking lit two weeks in each that one. That would be freaking dope. I've dude. seen like I've seen the Australian Open when I was two years old. Wow. French Open when I like last two years ago. It's it's really special. I like, remember when I was in I was in Ireland when I was like six. I yeah. We were, we were watching a the uh, Nadal Federer game. Oh shit. We Wimbledon. Two thousand eight. Because that's iconic. Yeah. Dude, that's cool. yeah, that's one. Yeah. That's considered the greatest tennis match of all time. Sure, yeah, yeah, we were watching it on the TV in Dublin, Ireland. <laughs> it was crazy. That's man. so close to where it is. You should have just mm, fucked dad, around, fucked around, dropped three k on a ticket. Bro, oh <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. I, yeah, it was, some, it was some crazy crap. My dad was really into it. My dad played tennis in high school. Oh, he, for sure. So he was like, all he was like, we were watching like it was crazy, bro. It was crazy. <laughs> Who was he rooting for? Do you remember at all? I, I, 
Don't remember. <laughs> we could ask him, but... Oh, Federer's still going strong. Have you heard about it? I haven't. Have, dude, Federer is 38 years old, and he really? is number three in the world. My favorite player is Rafael Nadal. Oh, really? Um, and he had one of the best years of his career at 33. People predicted that he was going to retire, like, four years ago because he plays a really, like, aggressive style. And he's, yeah, he's one of my biggest inspirations. He got me into tennis. Straight up? He's a lefty. He's, Damn. like, he's really humble. He's never broken a racket. Which is something that almost every tennis player does, because oh, yeah. when you're out there, you get pissed. You get fucking pissed, and Bro, the only thing in your hand is a racket. You want to throw that go, shit. Out. I'm gonna go play racketball right now. You're gonna play racketball? Yeah. At yeah. 24. At 24. I'm gonna, try to, I'm gonna try to get into it. Like, dude, it's tennis fun. is so it's, much it's fun, stuff. and it's such it's like behind golf you when you're get a 24 hour membership, bro. I will. I will, I'm gonna have to convince my parents because they think it's really expensive. It's not that expensive. Yeah, I'll pay for it myself. I'll pay for it myself. I, I, Screw them. I'm, te- I'm technically employed at Target, but I haven't worked in like a couple months because <laughs> <Nice. laughs> I've been studying so much. Gotta cut, cut them like a half deal. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll give you 20 bucks. 20 bucks a month. For sure, dude. Yeah, dude. No, I, I'd love to go do it. I'd love to get myself fit again in second semester and just go. I agree. Do we just end it? Well, man. I'll end it right now with that, man. That was Fuck that yeah, was dude. great stuff. Thank you for ha- thank you for joining me. Can't wait for the next episode, dude. Absolutely, love it. Final words, dude. Go stream, fucking Denzel Curry. He needs it. Goodbye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.